Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's 6 o'clock on Dukes and Bell, the number one sports talk show in Atlanta for your ride home. You strong? They said, I'm strong if you strong. I said, we strong then. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hope you're having a great Friday. It's been a fun day. Uh, We gave our top five Christmas, check that, holiday movies, okay, uh, as we went around the room. John, for some reason, don't ask me, uh, included Halloween in his list, which has a lot of people going, John, what what are you doing? But uh, there were some good choices here. Wait a second now. What? I, I started going, and they said, any holiday. I went, oh, okay. I thought it was just... Christmas, and then Turtle's like, no, any holiday. And I went, oh, okay, that changes the rules. And and then I, I said Halloween, He said, and then and Orrin's like, it's got to be in the spirit of Christmas. Okay, that changes the rules again. Look, you know, my first wife, God rest her soul, and you would understand this, Carl, but Turtle wouldn't necessarily. I, I would tell her, uh, you know, I don't care anymore what the rules are. Just tell me what the rules are today. I mean, it just, I, I just quit fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, yeah, just want to know where, where we're at today. I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't care. I don't care. I, uh, Ty Gray hits us up, and he was like, a Christmas story snub. No, actually, I we had Christmas story in, a, in our list. It was not number one, by the way, but it was in the list. I know Turtle thought it was overrated, but a lot of people responding to uh, – our list. Not just overrated, Carl. What do you mean? The most oh, stop overrated it. Ho- By the way, I got some news. What? <laughs> you asked me this question earlier in the show about the Hawks. You were like, Turtle, can you give me a rundown of everyone who's on the injury list? Yeah, who's on the injury list? And it was the usual suspects. It was Kobe Bufkin, A.J. Griffin, Muhammad Gay, Jalen Johnson, guys who we all know they were going to be out. None of the active players were on the list until now. Oh. Take one guess. Hunter? Trey. Hunter? Trey Hunter. Shoulder. Hunter. Questionable. Oh, right knee soreness. <laughs> well, you know what? Well, wait a second. Hunter's questionable as a general rule, right? It's been, I didn't work on anything. Yeah, it's been that way this season. I mean, like this particular season, it seems like it's been that way. He's been more questionable than anything. So, earlier today, nothing. And now Turtle saying he is questionable for tonight's game against the Heat. By the way, no Jimmy Butler tonight. Um, but that doesn't matter. The Heat has shown they've got the ability to, you know, beat us with or without Jimmy. It's just uh, we're going to have to show up and play some D. And maybe Trey continues his streak of 35 and 10 assists, uh, which he's on a five-game consecutive streak of doing that. Bam's going to go for, like, 28 and 20. He, we, we have no answers for him. Nope. We, we have no answers for him. Uh, when did I become Unk? That's his uh, Twitter handle. Ty Shorty, uh, he says, man, for me, it's a wonderful life. A lot of people talking about these movies, as we were saying, the top five holiday, holiday movies. Uh, Batman Returns? Nobody mentioned that. I mean, if you want to call it a Christmas movie, it came out during Christmas. It's Christmas-themed. Yeah. Okay. Like Penguin goes and steals kids at home during Christmas. Yeah. 
I'm just saying. I mean, uh, a couple of guys hit us up with that. They were like, no Batman Returns? None of us had Batman Return. Uh, Batman's Return. All right. We got more to get to. Uh, John, outside of the Hawks uh, tonight, tip is at 8, by the way, 7.30 pregame. Falcons and Colts on Sunday. And um, we're going to hear from Steve Weish coming up here in, in less than seven or eight minutes as he joined the Steakhouse today. If I was to ask you right now, before we come back, Next week, obviously Monday is Christmas, and, and we're back Tuesday, um, many of us. And if you're off, great, enjoy it. But we'll be back to, to see what's going on and what, what's going on with this team. What would you say, what are we talking about Tuesday when we come back after the Falcons-Colts game? Is Taylor Heineke, did he throw three touchdowns? What are we talking about? I think we're talking about why didn't we just play Ritter if this is the way it's going to be. I mean, because I, I, I don't really understand the Taylor Heineke thing. Now, I, I'll understand it in 2020 hindsight if Taylor Heineke suddenly leads us to three straight wins, okay, and, and it throws nine touchdowns with one interception and everything kind of works out. I go, okay, now I, now I get it. But at this point, you know, I'm not really sure why you're making it. It just it seems like a panic move, a desperation move. This is you went from one quarterback to the other, and then you went back to the first quarterback. Now you're going back to the yeah, second quarterback. But, but John, I don't know. but isn't this about who you trust more right now? Like after last week, you just you can't trust that. I can't run you back out there. It's not personal. It's business. This, this is about who you I understand trust. That, but 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 what have you seen of Taylor Heineke as a Falcon that, that you trust? Okay. Nothing. No. That's my Listen, point. When everybody was I mean, clamoring, if that's the case, why not just try out Logan? Wood, get look, look, give a three game. Logan Woodside, you know, thing. I mean, you well, can't, well, we right? Well, I well guess. you could. But we might as well. But I when mean, everybody was clamoring for Taylor, and I was like, I don't know if that's the answer. Stay the course. Let me see. So I can make a definitive decision about what this is. That was my whole thing mm. this entire season. Like, if you're going to play the kid, play the kid. Let him play it out. And let's see. At the end of the season, you go, yay or nay. He's, he's it. He's not it. And I think right now, for what you've seen in the amount of games he's played, I think a lot of people have have their opinion formed, okay? I don't necessarily need well, to see the, the see, last three he, games. He, he, and, again, I, I understand that. But if, you're, if you are, unless he, and maybe he does, lead you to three straight wins, there's no reason to play Taylor Heineke because he's not going to be on the team next year. Okay, he's going to be cut. They're not going to pay him. They're not going to pick up his contract. Unless they cut Ritter, they're not keeping both of them. I'm guessing Ritter's going to be the backup next year, yeah. unless he gets cheaper. traded. Well, he's cheaper. I mean, at this point, right? That's what you're talking. You're talking about financially. Yeah, he is cheaper than Heineke. Yeah, you're going to yes. invest in a quarterback if you're going to do it the way we talked about. Um, it comes down to finances. But I understand what you're saying. I also just think, like, can I just try to win right now in this moment? Like, I'm not worried about what's going to happen after February and the Super Bowl's played, and then we start talking about the offseason and what's going to play out. Like, can I just no, win I in this? No, I totally moment? get that too. You I know? mean, and and it, yeah, I would. Well, does that say? Does that say that somebody's like trying to save their job? I mean, are we trying to save a job, or are we trying to get into the playoffs here? I, I'm trying. I'm well, trying to do I, both. I think. Yeah, I think one does the other. I mean, if you win, you save your job, and if you win, you potentially get in the playoffs. I think all of that is at play, but I don't think that this. I, I just I feel like this is bottom line after being up there this week with Art. Uh, and and hearing him speak about this situation, I feel like this is just, you know what, I got to do what's best for right now. Like sometimes mm-hmm. when bills are due and you're like, I, I can't pay all these bills. You've been there. Uh, we've all been there. And you're like, I just got to pay the one that's the most important. You know what, I got to keep the lights on. 
Like, that is where Artie is right now. I, I just got to do what I got to do right now in this moment, and we'll see where this goes. But his choices are limited. We knew that. But I think this is – we said it earlier in the week. It is – it feels desperate, but it is. You're at a desperate point. I mean, he, the owner didn't have a conversation with you this week because he wanted to have tea. He had a conversation with you because you're at a point now where he's like, okay – what is this? Where are we going? Why are we here? He wants answers just, just like the fan base. Yeah, I want answers. Right. I mean, you got to give them to me, too. I mean, to you, Carl, to Oren, to, to all of us, we all, we all think the same thing. You know, give, give me a reason that I'm going to believe that things are going to be different next year when after this year we were told everything was going to be different. Yeah, did I drink the Kool-Aid? Sure. I mean, do some fans come at me? And say, you were the one who told me. And I'm not trying to thick tongue you. I'm sorry. But when you when you come at me and say, you told me, you know, 10 wins. Well, I believe they were going to win 10 games. It's not my fault that the quarterback drops the ball at the goal line or throws it into triple coverage or to a wide open defensive back. That's not my issue. That's his issue. Okay? Uh, so, um, yeah, I... I don't know what, what I'm supposed to believe when they when they come back next year. All I know is I've got a, a high draft pick, and I really, really, really want them to be able to use it on a Dallas Turner or Jared Verse because even though the pass rush has been better, I still want to get the next John Abraham in here. I want to get that guy that kind of changes everything because I'm not going to say I've given up on Arnold Ebicady and Bud Dupree. And, you know, I mean, I kind of have. I mean, sort of, in a way. Yeah, Arnold so, is doing he's doing I, I, well I though, uh, Fricky. I mean, Arnold Abicadie, what is he at? Four and a half, five, whatever it is. Yeah, he's leading the team. I mean, is it what you would yeah. want? No, I, I want ten. I get it. I want double digit sacks. But uh, as far as development goes, and you're saying, hey, is he a player? Is he not a player? I'm not saying get rid of him. I'm just saying he he, he it's slow developing. I expected a lot more out of him, and hopefully, yeah. you know, he continues to develop. And next year, he he explodes on the scene, and it all kind of slows down for him. That's great. Um, then we have two. All right, good. <laughs> you know, but it's been, you know, we have two problems, edge and quarterback, and we got to solve them. And so I, and, and it's like, you know, anything else, I find this thing that Turtle did yesterday could, could be kind of fascinating here. Carl, if you and I are, and anybody else out there, you put yourself in a position. I'm the guy in charge, gal in charge, if you prefer, uh, and you walk into a room and you got a problem, and you're sitting down with your most noted and trusted advisors, and what is the first thing you say? Because the first thing I say is, give me options. Okay? And so when it comes to discussing the quarterback thing, I say, people, uh, give me options. And the option that they give me here, there, there, all suck. I mean, they all suck. That's why I'm on Justin Fields, because it's the only option I think I have that might work. Well, Trading up is not a – Drafting a quarterback – works. Well, yeah, but drafting a quarterback, it, it doesn't suck. I think the thing that sucks is it's just no guarantees, but there aren't anywhere. You just don't know if that's going to work. I don't know if it sucks. My thing about this whole ordeal about where we go uh, after these you know, last games, win, lose, or draw, whatever it's going to be, is what gets us excited. What's going to get mm-hmm. the fan base – to say I'm willing to not only stay the course, but I'm going to invest, right? And and All that, right, so if we draft Bo Nix, is that going to excite the nope, fan base? No, nope, it's not. Okay, I, I don't believe that. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, hell, who knows? He might go to the combine and crush it, and everybody's like, "Man, Bo Nix is the next best thing." I don't know, but no, right now, for what I know, it's not. And, and that's the thing. If you tell me it's Penix, or if we had a chance at Caleb Williams, which we don't, uh, or May, it, I don't know if any of that right now takes you to a place where you go, man, I cannot wait 
And that is why I thought this team and this organization blew it in 21 when they had that opportunity with Justin. And they had no interest, according to our buddy Jeff Schultz, who said that's, that was the situation and he doesn't feel like that's changed. We will see. I think when circumstances change, sometimes your thinking changes. And evaluating a guy coming out of college versus what you've seen in the pros and whether you feel like he's got it or not, those are two different evaluations. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We are going to hear from our man, Steve Weish. He was on the steakhouse. Zeno was filling in today with Sandra. They were actually at the airport, so if you were headed out that way, you might have got a chance to saw him today. Uh, might have saw him. But we'll find out what Steve Weish says about the Falcons and much more. Coming up next. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. One of the things we didn't mention this hour is uh, the Falcons and Arthur Smith were fined for handling the Week 7 injury report. You guys remember that. It was Tampa Bay. So the Falcons get fined $75,000. Coach Arthur Smith, $25,000 for the handling of the team's injury report before that week. Uh, listen, Bajon Robinson did play. And I said this, John Fricky agrees. It, I thought this was over. Like, I didn't think this was going to be anything. And it goes weeks, right. you know, before we hear anything. And now that was a 16-13 to 13 win over the Bucks, the Falcons. That was the game in which, obviously, Ritter, you know, gets the ball stripped at the goal line. We should, probably should have scored three more times. But that's neither here nor there. And so Arthur Smith today saying it was something – it was a contentious battle with the league and each side trying to understand each other's viewpoint. But – uh, the Falcons ultimately get fined, John, for that whole ordeal against Tampa in week seven. Right. I mean, I understand why the league fined the Falcons because, you know, you got to put players on the injury report. Oh, wait, he played in the game. Oh, so we're now going to fine you for putting players on the injury report uh, if they, you know, what? He played. Of course he wasn't on the injury report. I mean, but, but he didn't play enough. Is that what? They, you know what? He didn't play enough. No, he didn't. No, I think he played one snap that game. But he didn't play enough. And, you know, again, it was weird and uh, suspicious the way they worded it and all that stuff. So I I get it, too. But uh, that did come down today. Meanwhile, today on the Steakhouse, Zeno was filling in for a steak and Sandra was there uh, as they had a chance to talk to Steve Weiss from the NFL Network. And the first thing they asked uh, was, how do you feel like this is going to go down with Arthur Smith? You know, Early in the week, I, I felt more like Sandra, but now I feel very much like you. I, I think unless the floor falls out, um, he's back. Look, I, I look. There, there's two. There's a couple things you can sit there and criticize this and that. I will say this, and this is talking to people in the coaching industry in the NFL. They think Arthur Smith's a pretty good coach. Yeah, right. They think he can coach football when it comes yes. to scheming. And the one thing we've seen coming into the season is he can galvanize people, right? Like last last two seasons, they didn't have talent. And he was, he got them to win more games than anybody thought. And, and I think that's bought him a little bit of leverage. Now where we're, we're they've messed up, and this is where the owner, Arthur Blank, has to take some culpability, is gambling on Desmond Ritter and losing, right? And that's, that's a miss. You know, people will tell you around the league, like the one thing that's always puzzled them by the Falcons is they've had three high picks to, to get generational players at generational positions. They may have taken general players, but not at game-changing positions. And that means they, they missed on the quarterback. So if they feel that Arthur Smith is a guy who continues, because you, know, you do see buy-in from players, right? That's one thing that is very important. 
if you continue to see buy-in in this offseason, they go with the quarterback, I think I think they're going to do it, guys. And, and here, here's another reason why. There could be eight or nine head coaches getting fired. Is there someone out there better than Arthur Smith? Maybe. But then again, maybe not. And that's a risk. I just, again, knowing Arthur Blank, I don't know if he's willing to, to, to take. But, Sandra, you know this, the one thing, Arthur Blank does listen to fans. Yeah. And right now they want Arthur Smith out of there. So we'll see, but the more people I've talked to around the league, the more and more, again, unless things just get absolutely sideways, I think Arthur Arthur Smith is back. What does sideways look like? And we're talking to Steve Weish at the NFL Network. Do you think if they go 0-3? i got to tell you, Sunday at Mercedes-Benz, it's not going to be a pretty sight for Arthur Blank to see. The well, that won't be wise. the first time. No, yeah, that won't be that, the first time. Isn't that the truth? I mean, that, that's nothing new. I'll, I'll tell you this: Have you ever have you ever watched like a, a Falcons game, a, a home game on TV? If you think oh. it looks bad in person, it looks awful on television. Right. Yeah. And, and so, you know, look, those those are the things that drive owners crazy. But Arthur Smith will not be the first coach to 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 do that. And even when the Falcons are winning, sometimes it's like that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you you can't do that. But sideways is look if if all of a sudden Taylor Heineke goes out there and is terrible, or if the defense gets 40 points hung on him. I mean, that's the thing. All the, the units, the offensive line is playing pretty well. That defense is playing pretty well. You know, when you get the ball to the wide receivers, they're, they're doing okay. Yeah. You know, it's – so sideways is just, you know, they lose these these next three games. Um, if they're competitive, we'll see. If they're – if they get lopsided, we'll see. But they still have a chance. I mean, the Saints lost last night. Mm-hmm. This, 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 this division is still – it's insane. You know, the Bucks have a tough game yep. this weekend. Yeah. Yep. It's still there. Steve Weiss of the NFL Network, uh, host of the NFL Report, along with James Palmer, which streams Monday and Thursday at 7.15 Eastern on the NFL channel, available on the NFL app. I mean, for me, Steve, it's as simple as separating the quarterback play from the coach. You look around the league right now, there's probably 16 guys who are going to take a snap under center on Sunday that don't belong in the NFL playing quarterback. That's just the reality of where we are right now. And for me, when it comes to it, as you said, they, if, if you want to blame Arthur Smith and the organization for banking on Desmond Ritter, I think there's a conversation there to be had. But in the macro and picture Arthur Blank, of and Arthur, Ar- Blank was, and yes. Arthur Blank was in full support of that. Yes. So I, I think when it comes down to it, uh, it's very easy for me to separate the quarterback play from the coach. I did a side-by-side comparison of the Atlanta Falcons and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And when you look at these Pittsburgh Steelers who are, are one game ahead of them, they are, you know, the Atlanta Falcons have, have – you know, got more yards on offense. Um, they, they've scored more touchdowns and everything else. The one area where the Pittsburgh Steelers have dominated is their plus seven in turnover differential. The Falcons are negative six, and it's that simple. And if Desmond Ritter doesn't turn the ball over in three games, they're nine and five walking into this game, not six and eight. And, and I don't understand why it's so hard for fans to understand this. Steve, please don't let him throw out nine and five like that. What did he just say? Well, I mean, look, you know, what Mark is basically saying is we are so we are such in a microwave society right now. Yes. That we get caught up in it. I mean, look, I've covered this for, for a long time, and it's gone from one week Dak's MVP to the Cowboys losing to the next week he's, he's number 10 on the list. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, we're, we're, we're so quick to come to these, you know, <laughs> to these judgments. I think that's what, what Mark is saying. It is that fine of a line. And, again, if you see – like, we saw Brandon Staley and the Chargers players quit on him. I mean, th- that was – you know, you don't see – you do not see guys quitting on Arthur Smith. Now, again, I'm not – I don't know a lot of stuff that may be going on behind the scenes, 
But, you know, I saw Mark out there the other day, and I talked to several players. They don't seem like they're unhappy. He's their coach. I've been in many a locker room. I've been in a Raiders locker room where dudes can't wait for that guy to go. That does not seem to be the case. So all of these things have to be taken into account. Wins and losses, you better believe Arthur Blank's head is on fire because he does not want to finish 7-10 again after spending all that money in free agency. Right. Right, but they better be telling him a plan on how they're going to get their next quarterback. That better already have been delivered to him. Yeah. Um, how they're going to get the next quarterback to take into the future because that's, you know, that will might, might solidify with the point Mark is trying to make. Uh, how, where where's the next quarterback coming from? You think they go draft? You think they trade for somebody? Kirk Cousins. I love Kirk Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be Kirk Cousins. I don't think Minnesota is going to let him go. It all depends. <laughs> Kirk Kirk is never one to turn down a ton of money. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right? if 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 he decides, you know, because there's no way Minnesota coming off that injury, no no team's going to offer him a boatload of money. You know, well, there, I won't say no team. There's always a team out there to do it, but. It, that that's to me is the intriguing question because now they've they've kind of built up their roster they want someone who's got to develop they they're kind of going through that right now right yeah. so um look it's not going to be justin fields guys i was talking to them when justin fields was available for the draft they did not like him no so right. you know we if can, they didn't ask him ahead. to the prom steve why would they ask him to marry him yeah so you know people can get that out of their heads you know it's not going to be him i i honestly i I would think that, you know, there'd be a trade or free agency. I don't know. But they they, they better be ready because that's going to be a hot potato market. Yeah. Even some of these backups who are playing themselves into other backup jobs, like a Jake Browning, those people are going to be very, very valuable because we've seen, the, you know, the importance of a backup QB. So that's why I say they have to have a solid plan in place on what they're going to do. And no team is going to be trading a starting caliber quarterback. They're too difficult to find. So it's it's going to be just a very intriguing decision on, on what they can do. You know, they thought they were going to get Brock Purdy, and they ended up not getting him. They would have got yeah. Destin Ritter. There you have it. Yep. That is Steve Weish talking about the Falcon situation at quarterback. And, uh, again, I think a lot of this is fluid, guys. It's it, – you can tell me one thing now, and I think we'll get to February, and there'll be something else, and we'll get to March, and it'll be something else, which is going to make probably a very intriguing offseason, to say the least. And, you know, uh, the first decision that has to be made is, is Art back? Like, is that, that, that needs to be decided. And winning will help, I think, Arthur Blink decide a lot of that uh, over the next three weeks. If you went out and you don't get in, but you show progress and, hey, you made the right decisions and the play calling was better and the team scored po- like all these things we've been talking blah, about. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, and, and, blah, and blah. then maybe that's an easy decision. But that's the first decision. And because that, that decision is going to dictate how you approach this quarterback thing. And then you go from there. And if Art is back, then to Steve Weish's point, okay, uh, we believe in him. We, we're going to be fine. We just got to go get the right guy. Well, who is that guy? And I just feel like, by the way, John, I, I don't know if you can just X guys out of this equation because you weren't interested in him. I heard Steve, you know, mention what Jeff yeah, Schultz. I heard, you know, I heard Steve. Yeah, yeah I but he, right, but Schultz yeah. said it the same thing to us earlier this week, uh, and he said it. I mean, months ago about when they went through that draft process in twenty one that they they weren't going to draft him and they weren't interested. I don't know if you can X anybody out of this equation right now because we're not in that predicament. 
we're not that good. Yeah, well, there's that. And then you have to consider the options again. And, you know, what the fifth-best quarterback in the draft, is that the option you, you prefer? I mean, so you have to consider the options. Who else is a free agent? Nobody. Are you going to stay with the guys you got? No. All right, so what are your options here? That's what I talked about, sitting around the room saying, give me your options here. Mm-hmm. So their options are much different than they were when they were drafting Justin Fields. Additionally to that, what is the strength of Terry Fontenot? Again, Terry Fontenot is the key player in all of this, and people we're not talking enough about him because Terry Fontenot did not hire Arthur Smith. Therefore, if Arthur Smith is out, Terry Fontenot will be given a chance to handpick his coach. Terry Fontenot brought Ryan Nielsen in, knows that Ryan Nielsen is being looked at as a head coach, possibly back down in New Orleans, and if he wants to keep Ryan Nielsen in this defense, he could elevate him. Also, Terry Fontenot is also considered to be the best pro scout, pro pro player scout in the NFL. So how does he evaluate Justin Fields now Mm. as opposed to then? Okay, Mm. all that's in play. Yep, I agree. That's why I'm not going to poo-poo it and say it won't happen, but we'll see. Uh, There's a lot to be determined. All right, we got to get to the night's last call, 404-726-0929. Maybe you're rolling around. Maybe you're picking up family, whatever you're doing. It's an easy one tonight. Your favorite Christmas holiday movie. You only get one. You don't call in and go, well, and I also like you only get one. 404-726-0929, and then tell us why it is, if you want, uh, why it is. Maybe you, you know, watch it as a kid. It became your all-time favorite. But what is the Christmas holiday movie Halloween? No, it's not. That's not included. Independence Day. That no, is, no, no. You said included. all holidays. Okay. Wait, you changed. You're like my first wife. You changed the rules <laughs> on me. That's right, not. Those are not included. All right. That is tonight's last call. 404-726-0929. We'll take as many calls as we possibly can. Uh, having some fun with this. And by the way, don't be a Grinch. All right. We know you have a Christmas <laughs> holiday movie that you absolutely love. And you know you can mention Charlie Brown. That's fine. It's the special. All right. The claymations, by the way, still love those. All right. We're coming back. Last call is next. It's coming to town. But I'm going to get you Friday. Friday. Do not be. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got to do. This is true. Don't be a Scrooge, all right? That's John's favorite holiday movie right there, Friday. Well, that's Friday. Friday after next was the holiday movie, though, right? Didn't you say that? That was right? Friday after next with all right. uh, Ricky Smiley. No, that's I right. thought it was born on the 4th of July. Carl. Oh, okay. No, it's not. Hey, man, uh, let's get going here. Derek, what is your favorite Christmas holiday movie. Derek, hey man. It's going to be Violent Night. I saw this and I enjoyed it and I didn't think I would. Very good. It is. That's a good call right there, Derek. I didn't think I would like it and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. If you've not seen it, Check it out. Orn, have you checked out it? Have you seen this movie? I think I know what you guys are talking about. I have not seen it, though. Okay. Uh, yeah, Derek, it was like last year, wasn't it? Uh, maybe. It yeah. may be two years old. Last yeah, year or was, two years it's old. It's with the guy from Stranger Things. That's correct. Right. Yo! Is that his name? Yo? Yo! Hey, Yo. man. How you doing? Oh, man, we're good. What's going on, man? Merry nice. Christmas. Happy Holidays. What's your uh, Christmas holiday movie? Bad Santa. <laughs> but lately, yeah, baby. I feel like the nightmare before Christmas because I think we're going to get stopped. <laughs> it is such a good movie. You know what? And, John, I, I haven't watched it this season, but I, I got to put it on here over the next uh, 48 hours. I got to watch Bad Santa, man. It's so funny. Um, Scott, you're up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We are asking you your favorite Christmas holiday movie. 
Hey, man. Hey, man. It's, it's got to be good. Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I can watch that movie every year and legitimately laugh. So you know, when he brings the tree in the house and then he, <laughs> and he cuts the rope to open the tree and all the windows get shattered, his neighbors too. I forgot his neighbors, how, how funny the neighbors were in that movie. Margo and Todd or whatever yes, they are. Yes, Todd. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, man. Julie, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, right? That's yeah. correct. It sure is. Uh, we got another Chris on the line. Chris, the other Chris. Hey, man, what's your favorite holiday Christmas uh, movie? Hey, man. Hey, man. Man, look, uh, happy holidays to y'all, man. And uh, You too. Shout out to all the UPS drivers out there that's out there making it happen, man. Shout oh, out yeah. to y'all, man. But, uh, Big all time. UPS drivers, you got it. Big time. Oh, for so, for so, man. We've been out there putting in work, man, all all year, man. So shout out to everybody. Post office, FedEx, Amazon. But, uh, hey, fragile. It must be Italian. A Christmas story, <laughs> man. Come on. Hands down. The best. The best Christmas movie of all time, man. I try. I tried to tell Chris this movie deserves the love that it gets, and you are just like it's overrated. No, it's because it got put on a twenty-four hour marathon by TBS, and it raised its stock way more than it should have been. Yeah, it did. Hey, Chris, man, happy holidays to you. And he's right, by the way. All these drivers out here, everybody waiting on these packages. No kidding, man. Be nice to your people. Treat my drivers. I, I'm, they roll up. I'm like, what do y'all need? I mean, my drivers are unbelievable in my neighborhood. So treat your people right. Uh, let's talk to Swede. Swede, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man. Hey, man. What's going on, Swede? First of all, I want to say uh, Merry Christmas to you, Mike Bell, John Fricky. Um, um, uh, um, Bo Morgan, of course. Yes. And uh, thank you guys for everything you've done for me throughout the year. The second thing is, Carl... I went through my uh, library of stuff today, and I have selected some wonderful things to bring to show you. So okay. I want you to know that. You can look forward to that. I am. In as the new year, we're going to make it happen, Sweet. We talked about it. We're going to make it happen. Well, I, we do, and I've got some stuff. I pulled it all out today. I've got it all lined up, and you will love it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the other thing is, as far as movie, it's something you probably wouldn't expect from me, but a movie called Love Actually, and it's a great film. It's kind of... Uh, 2003, a little bit uh, nouveau, but it's excellent. You'll like it. Okay. Love you guys. Have a Merry Christmas. You too, sweet. Thank you. Cast, uh, Liam Neeson. Uh, it's a love story? It's a story kind of, of kind of like it's a mash together of how you know, different you know stories in a mingle in, in London. You know the movie yeah. Crash? Yes. It's love like that. that, but with a love story. Ah. Uh, yeah. It has Hugh Grant, yeah, Emma Thompson. Hugh Grant, Emma Thompson. Yeah, yeah Liam yeah. Neeson. Yeah. Um, Kira Knightley's in it. Okay. Yeah. Didn't no. have Hallmark Hans on it, Gruber. But it was sort of like high end Hallmark. Uh, so you've seen it too, Freaky? Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of movie my wife would make. Oh, watch. the kind of movie your wife makes you watch. Yeah, I've not it's seen not it. It's not bad. It's no. better than that. It's it, not bad. Okay. All right. I'll definitely check it out. Th- th- that opinion coming from the man whose favorite, you know, Christmas movie is Armageddon. So that's you know, <laughs> he's never gonna no, leave. Bad you're, not gonna, you're not gonna let him live it down. Hey, Fred, man, what is your favorite Christmas holiday movie? Fred, thanks for dialing us up. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Hey, man. Hey, man. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Great movie. I th- I thoroughly enjoyed it. That's more a Thanksgiving movie, though. Does that fall in there, Turtle? Can we do that? I mean, you tell me. It's borderline. It is. But, but I'm going to gonna allow it because it is a great movie. It is. Yeah. If you've never seen it, Planes, Trains, Automobiles, it's very good. Uh, and that's a good call. Nobody mentioned that one today, by the way. That's That's a good call. Paul, what is your favorite Christmas holiday movie, man? 
Gremlins. The Grim- Gremlins. It's a holiday movie. You're right. He got the he got the Gremlin as a Christmas gift. He sure did. Man, I haven't seen that movie in years. I watched it last year, yeah, as a matter of like, fact, with the wife. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't watched it when? 40 Tell- years ago? Oh, easy. Yeah. 84? 80, yeah, 85, somewhere around there. But, yeah, I haven't seen that movie in years. But Gremlin, that's a good call. All right, we got one more. Chris, you're up next, Chris. What's your favorite holiday movie, man? Hey, guys. Merry Christmas to y'all. You too, Chris. Thank you for dialing us up and listening. Yeah, thanks for everything all this year. Appreciate I you. think Chris earlier got the one I had, which was a Christmas story, but I can give you another one live from a Christmas story. Heck, we've been watching that since 83 as a family tradition uh, during Christmas Eve every year. But when uh, they're at the flagpole and he goes, I triple dog dare you. Yeah. Oh, man, I tell you what, <laughs> if that don't handle every bet across the nation, then I don't know what else you could say as a triple dog dare. If you get triple dog dared, it's on. Like, there's nothing better, right? I- I'm with you on that. Well, every time I see that, I just start laughing. You know what's going to happen, but it's still it's still funny. When you it. had a crush on a girl in, like, middle school. Triple dog dare that's you. That's what your friends would do. I triple dog dare you to go ask her yeah. out. Go yeah. do it, tough guy. Yeah, I triple dog dare you. It's been a minute. I triple dog dare the Falcons to score 30 points this week. Uh, Boy, wouldn't that be nice? It's not happening, but wouldn't that be nice? Uh, I would love to see it, too. Of this course. coming from a man whose favorite holiday movie is Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> he's never you know, gonna, when they chopped his head off, he's never, I mean, that's, he's, nothing says Christmas quite like that. He's not going to let you live it down. Hey, man, we got to get out of here and clear our throat. Dukes and Bella wrapping up another show. So it's time for Let Me Clear My Throat on Sports Radio 92.9 oh. The Game. First of all, John Fricky, thank you. Um... Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and your family, John, and I hope to see you uh, in person soon. Um, Thank you for being here. Steve Weiss, you got a chance to hear him. Brian McFadden as well, guys. We went behind enemy lines today and talked with Colts reporter Andrew Moore, um, Taquan Graham, all of those interviews online at odyssey.com. Many of you, all right, may or may not be back next week. I am. Uh, I'm back early part of the week. Mike's back early part of the week. And we'll be talking about all the things, including what happens on Sunday. And I'll be honest, John, I'm not sure. We talked about it all week. I, I'm not sure what to expect. This is one of those games. Me, gonna, me either. I'm going to sit back and see how it plays out and hope that it goes our way, simply because I don't like losing. But I know there are people who are rooting for that, and I just don't know how you could. I still want to see us win out and see where this thing goes. Hey, Orn. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Thank you for everything you do. Turtle as well. Guys, you and uh, Turtle are back tomorrow. Tell our people when you guys are on tomorrow, by the way. Yeah, Turtle and I will be on 8 to noon doing college football. Uh, We'll certainly look at the Bulls. His Georgia Tech game hasn't started off great for Georgia Tech. Uh, But let's see if they can get back into it early in the first quarter. They just... They got stung right there off the uh, beginning of the game. Anyway, so Turtle and I, 8 to noon tomorrow. Also a reminder that uh, we'll be here for the Wade Ford Tailgate Show Sunday morning, 9 to 11. Harper LaBelle, Joe Patrick, and myself with the Wade Ford Tailgate Show kicking off your Falcons football Sunday. Ain't over yet, folks. So, you know, let's not quite quit. Let's not quit yet. It ain't over yet. No, it's you got not. the Colts coming into town. Come no, on, let's go. I'm with you. All right, guys, make sure you're here tomorrow. Check the guys out. We'll see what happens with Georgia Tech. They're already down, what, 7 nothing? Is that right? All right, yeah. we'll keep you updated right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hawks basketball is on the way. Hawks and Heat, tips at 8 o'clock. Stay right here. We got you covered. Hey, and have a great weekend. Merry Christmas, everybody. If you love the show, tell your friends Merry Christmas. If you don't.
Uh, that might not be coal in your stocking. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.